Hey man, what's your bacon? You gotta tell everybody what that means first. It's that extra side topping a main course in life that makes everything about your day even better. Whether it's movies, music, cooking, paranormal, video games, whatever it is that helps you unwind, maybe even get a little bit inspired. We talk to hot new bands. We are Felicity. Hey, this is Bradley from Emerosa. TV personalities. Hi, my name is Rachel Pizzolatto. Hi, my name is Patty Nagley. Wrestling personalities. Mm. Hi everybody, I am Eric Bischoff. WWE Hall of Famer, Godfather here. Actors. Mr. Sean Kanan, thank you for joining us. Hello, podcasters. Emo Social Club. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Schrader. Pretty much any like-minded creative across all facets of the entertainment industry. You can check out Bacon Is My Podcast on all streaming platforms, as well as the Strangerhood TV YouTube channel. New episodes dropping every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Listen in when we find the answer to the question, What's your bacon? Hello, friends. Your host, Billy Dean Shoemate III, and welcome back to a segment that we like to call Happening Now. This is where we look at one-shot news articles in between core episodes of Strange Places, where if I see something that I want to dedicate an episode to that we might, might want to, you know, dive into further, I got to tell you about it. Now, eventually, I think we're going to dedicate a massive episode to the Roman dodecahedrons, which, if you're into this kind of thing, which I assume you are already, that's probably how you found me, you've heard about the Roman dodecahedrons. These are incredibly mysterious objects that we've had, that human race has had, modern human race, has had in our possession for quite some time. Deeply, deeply mysterious things. Well, recently they've been re-examined. The first of many of these puzzling objects was unearthed almost three centuries ago. And we still, even after re-examination, which I'll get into, we have no clue what they're for. Now, <laughs> kind of showing off a little bit how old I am, in the first episode of Buck Rogers, the 1980s TV series about an astronaut from the present marooned in the 25th century, our hero visits a museum of the future. A staff member brandishes his mid-20th century hairdryer, early hand laser, he says, <laughs> as an observation of how common knowledge gets lost over time. It's both funny and kind of poignant, you know, because our museums also stock items from the past that completely baffle the experts. Is this one of those cases? We have no idea. Few are as intriguing as the hundred or so Roman dodecahedrons that we've found so far. We know next to nothing about these things. So little, in fact, that the various theories about their meaning and function are themselves a source of entertainment, as you're listening to right now. One of the strongest, uh, strongest clues that we have upon recent re-examination that just occurred this week is this map. There's a map which tells us that they were particularly popular in one corner of the Roman Empire, Northern Gaul and Roman Germany. They kind of narrowed down where these originated from. But, you know, upon re-examination, what do we do know? What have we learned that's new? Roman dodecahedrons, more properly called the Gallo-Roman dodecahedrons, these are 12-sided hollow objects, each side pentagonal in shape, and almost always contain a hole. The outer edges generally feature rounded protrusions. Most of these objects are made from bronze, but some are in stone, and some don't have holes or knobs. The dodecahedrons are often fist-sized. This is stuff we already know, just giving you kind of a background. It, they can vary in height. 
4 to 11 centimeters. The size of the holes also varies as well, 6 to 40 millimeters, two opposing holes typically of different sizes. Objects of this type were unknown completely until the first one was found in 1739 in Hedfordshire, Aston. In all, at least 116 of these have been dug up from sites as far apart as northern England and Hungary. Most have been found in Gaul, particularly in the Rhine Basin, what is now Switzerland, eastern France, southern Germany, the Low Countries. Some were found in coin hoards, indicating that their owners, you know, most likely considered them valuable. Most of these are dated to the 3rd and 2nd centuries AD, which we weren't entirely sure of before, but recent tests have confirmed this. No mention of the dodecahedrons from Roman times have survived. Any theory as to their function is based solely on speculation. Now, there are still some suggestions. And uh, this is just, this is my list. This isn't what they've arrived from. You know, just like on our podcast, using our common sense, you know, <laughs> our common sense, our brains, our knowledge, which is normally never used in this area of study anymore. But this is kind of what I came up with. Could have been a specific type of dice for a game since lost to history. A magical object, possibly from the Celtic region. A similar small hollow object, actually, with protrusions was discovered from Pompeii in a box with either jewelry or items for magical purposes. A children's toy, a weight for fishing nets, the head of a chieftain, chieftain's scepter, a kind of musical instrument. Now... One of the recent tests was that they blew air through this, these things at different angles, and they did produce musical notes. It could be a tool to estimate distances and survey land, especially for military purposes. It could have been an instrument to estimate the size and distance to objects on the battlefield for the benefit of the artillery. We have items around this time period. Don't look like this. Not by a long shot. But it could have been used for that. A device for detecting counterfeit coins a calendar for determining the spring and autumn equinoxes. I know that calendar is the new swamp gas, but, you know, makes sense, doesn't it? Could have been a candle holder. And I say this because the most recent test that they've done last week, this was in Switzerland, by the way, they found wax residue. Yeah, wax residue was found on two of these. It could have been a connector for metal or wooden poles, a knitting tool specifically for gloves, in my opinion, that would explain why no dodecahedrons were found in the warmer regions of the empire. you got to note that. It could be a gauge to calibrate water pipes. Yes, the Romans used piping. A base for eagle standards. Each Roman legion carried a symbolic bird on staff into battle. It could be an astrolog uh, astrological device used for fortune-telling. I know this one sounds silly, <laughs> but I have reason to put that on the list. Inscribed on a dodecahedron found in Geneva... In 1982, were the Latin names for 12 signs of the zodiac. That's the only reason I mention that. Now, in the recent study, they found a possible Indo-Chinese connection. The geographical spread of the dodecahedrons we know of in particular, they were all found in ter territories administered by Rome, inhabited by the Celts. A couple of those were in question until just recently. This enhances the theory that they were specific to Gallo-Roman culture. 100% which emerged from the contact between the Celtic peoples of Gaul and the Roman conquerors. Intriguingly, archaeologists in the 1960s found similar objects around the Maritime Silk Road in Southeast Asia, except smaller, made of gold. They don't appear to predate these, and may be evidence of Roman influence on the ancient Indo-Chinese kingdom of Funan. Now, they're testing for that. 
This mystery might be a mystery forever. And you know how history is. A thousand years from now, aliens are going to come here and they're going to find, you know, <laughs> they're going to find a fork. And just like the Little Mermaid, they're going to say, oh, they combed their hair with it. <laughs> but it could be one of those things. More than likely, that's what it is. But this, these things, if we find out that Romans indeed traveled that far, they may rewrite history. And on top of that, we do have a couple that haven't been linked, Dodecahedrons, in the Americas, in the Americas, that haven't been linked to this particular set yet. If they ever are, it's back to the books, boys, because that means that the Romans discovered the Americas way, way before, and I'm not going to say Columbus, because Leif Erikson did it before him, but this might even predate that. So we're going to keep an eye on it. Anyway, guys, I hope you found that intriguing, fun. I hope you like this new segment. But uh, yeah, that's all we got. I'll see you on the next episode. Okay? Have a good one.